For ladies from across the world We have come just to give a word Come one, come two, come all Ride with us and we won't let you fall Loving God is what we've come to do Head of fighting queens, oh that's the This is your girl, Divine, and you are listening to Edifying Queens, where we share a vision to effectively interpret the truth in the Word of God in a relatable way that is not only relevant to today's culture, but unquestionably crucial to surviving as a follower of Jesus Christ. If this is your first time listening, I am one of four lovely voices you will hear, and each week, you will have the pleasure of experiencing different views as this is a multi-managed show. So sit back, relax, and take in the rich word of God. I hope you enjoy. Hello, beautiful people, and thank you so much for joining us again on the Edifying Queens. I hope you had a wonderful week. Happy Friday. Thank you so much for continuing to be a part of our family. So, um, Father God, right now in the name of Jesus, we just thank you so much for another successful week. We thank you that you have gotten us to this point. We thank you that we are allotted another chance to get it right God and so with getting it right Lord we ask that you guide our steps Lord Lord we want to make sure that we're dwelling in our secret place because he that dwelleth in a secret place shall abide under the shadow of the almighty Lord and we want to be in your shadow we want to be covered by you by your blood we want to be in your will We want to do things your way, Lord. Let our lives align with your holy word. And Lord, today as I share this message, Lord, I pray that you would touch the areas that need to be touched. May this get to where it's supposed to be in the name of Jesus. Use me for your glory, Lord. In Jesus' holy and precious name I pray. Amen. So you guys, I do not want to be before you long at all. Um, This message is titled out here, Growing Up, O-H-G-U for short. Um, And it's just something I'm going to start doing because... God is really out here growing me up (laughs) and growing up is not fun all the time like um I'm trying to think of a way that growing up is fun the only thing fun semi-fun about growing up is is the simple thought of thinking that you can do what you want to do but that is not always true and yeah (laughs) growing up but you know the beautiful thing about growing up in Christ is 
what you learn, how you mature. And even when it hurts, like learning and getting closer to God in those moments makes everything worth it. And knowing that you have purpose and you have somewhere to be is the key. Like, if you're out here doing things that you want to do because you want to do them and that's what you want to do, and you're, you're not finding where the cross is in your situation, where is Jesus in this motivation? Where is the kingdom business and what I'm doing, then friend, you're doing it wrong. We can't continue to call ourselves Christians, people that want to be Christ-like and not being Christ-like. And Christ is not in our in our plans and in our programs. So this message um, is called Festering Wounds. And God put it on my heart a couple months ago. Um, I have a spiritual vision board on my phone. It's just in my notes. So whatever God drops in my spirit, I try to write it down now. Try to be obedient, you know? Excuse me, not try. I'm obedient, okay? Um, And at first, um, I really didn't know what direction he was taking me with this. But as time went on, it came up again this week as I was dealing with some um for me uh daddy issues and just being open and sharing the feelings that I have with the people that have hurt me sharing how they have hurt me it's pretty huge you know so it's not easy telling people in what way they have wounded you um it's not easy letting go of those things that they did to wound you and to hurt you it's not easy and that's why we need Jesus because he makes things very clear he gives us a straight path and if our aim is to be Christ-like I say again then we ought to do what his word says amen So the scriptures that we're going to be reading is Matthew chapter 18, verses 15 through 35. Luke chapter 17, verses 1, and then verses 3 through 4. And then Philippians um, chapter 1. And uh, we're going to read a few of those. But, um... So, I'm going to start with a couple of definitions. Um, Nope, just kidding. I'm going to start with the Word of God. Amen. Because that's, we come to hear from the Lord. So, we're going to be in Matthew first, um, chapter 18, verse 15, all the way through 35. And it says, Moreover, And this is the New King James Version. If your brother sins against you, go and tell him his fault between you and him alone. If he hears you, you have gained your brother. But if he will not hear, take with you one or two more 
that by the mouth of two or three witnesses, every word may be established. And if he refuses to hear them, tell it to the church. But if he refuses even to hear the church, let him be to you like a heathen and a tax collector. Assuredly, I say to you that, assuredly, I say to you, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Again, I say to you that if two of you agree on earth concerning anything that they ask, it will be done for them by my father in heaven. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, I am there in the midst. So just dealing with that first section, um, we see how God wants us to be open and honest with each other. God is not about keeping secrets or isolating ourselves or, oh, I heard she was talking about me. So now I'm looking at her kind of sideways and I heard she feel that kind of way or I feel like she feel that kind of way. God is not about feelings. God gets down to the business. Okay. He gets down to the business. He said, if you got a problem with your brother, take your problem over there to your brother and tell your brother about it. If your brother understands where you're coming from, then you have gained your brother and you guys can go on and live your life. Because ultimately, we want to get to those other verses he was talking about. Because when two or three are gathered in his name, there he is in the midst. Amen. And whatever we bind on earth will be bound in heaven. And whatever we lose on earth will be loosed in heaven. If two of us agree on earth concerning anything, that means he's he's pointing out the importance of unity. And we cannot allow things that tear us apart to keep us apart. So even if you're torn apart on the inside, you have to bring it back to the word of God. You got to use what we know and we know that if we agree on things we are powerful we're always better together so verse 21 says then Peter came to him and said Lord how often shall my brother sin against me and I forgive him up to seven times. So I'm, I identify with Peter so much because Peter be in that thing like, really God? Like he always got something to say. Peter always got something to say. And I always have something to say. I'm not going to lie to you. And Jesus said, okay. Jesus said to him, I do not say to you. He said, I didn't say to you <laughs> up to seven times, but up to 70 times seven since you want to be smart Peter <laughs> the Lord says up to 70 times seven verse 23 therefore the kingdom of heaven is like a certain king who wanted to settle accounts with with his servants and when he had begun to settle accounts one was brought to him who owed him 10,000 talents but as he was not able to pay, his master commanded that he be sold with his wife and children and all that he had and that payment be made. 
The servant therefore fell down before him, saying, Master, have patience with me, and I will pay you all. Verse 27, Then the master of that servant was moved with compassion, released him, and forgave him the debt. But that servant went out and found one of his fellow servants who owed him a hundred denarii. And he laid hands on him. Oh, Lord. Y'all know what laying hands on him in this? He laid hands on him. He went to grab him up, okay? And took him by the throat. Okay, it's clear. Amen. Saying, pay me what you owe. So his fellow servant fell down at his feet and begged him, saying, have patience with me and I will pay you all. And he would not but went and threw him into prison till he should pay the debt. So when his fellow servants saw what he had done, they were very grieved and came and told their master and all that had been done. They told they told on him, told the master all that had been done. Then his master, after he laid, after he had called him, said to him, you wicked servant, I forgave you all the debt because you begged me. Should you not also have had compassion on your fellow servant, just as I had pity on you? And his master was angry and delivered him to the torturers until he should pay all that was due to him. So my heavenly father also will do to you if each of you from his heart does not forgive his brother his trespasses it's the word of God and we can't be arguing with it God is only going to forgive us if we choose forgiveness of others and that's why wounds can't build up we can't allow them to build up alright we're going to go to Luke 17 Luke 17, verse 1. All right, and it reads, Then he said to the disciples, It is impossible that no offenses should come, but woe to him through whom they do come. Verse 3, Take heed to yourselves. Take heed to yourselves. Take heed to yourselves. If your brother sins against you, rebuke him. And if he repents... Forgive him. That is so plain, y'all. It's so plain. It's convicting. Take heed to yourselves. It's like you pay attention to yourselves. Pay attention to yourselves. If your brother sins against you, rebuke him. And if he repents, forgive him. One more time for the people in the front and the back. Take heed to yourselves if your brother sins against you rebuke him and if he repents forgive him verse 4 and if he sins against you seven times in a day and seven times in a day returns to you saying I repent you shall forgive him Glory to God. 
for the readers, hearers, and doers of his word. That one's plain, y'all. I'm not finna try to. That's the word. That's his word, and I'm sticking to it. Amen. Then we're gonna go to Philippians. Philippians chapter one. And we're gonna read three through eleven. Three through eleven. And it reads, I thank my God upon every remembrance of you, always in every prayer of mine, making requests for you all with joy for your fellowship in the gospel from the first day until now, being confident of this very thing, that he who has begun a good work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. Just as it is right for me to think this of you all, because I have you in my heart, inasmuch as both in my chains and in the defense and confirmation of the gospel, you all are partakers with me of grace. For God is my witness, how greatly I long for you all with the affection of Jesus Christ. And I pray And this I pray, that your love may abound still more and more in knowledge and all discernment, that you may approve the things that are excellent, that you may be sincere, excuse me, that you may be sincere and without offense till the day of Christ, being filled with the fruits of righteousness, which are by Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of God. Glory to God for his holy word. He's so awesome. He's so awesome. Y'all, the word says that that we may abound in our love more and more in knowledge and all discernment and that we are sincere and without offense until the day of Christ Jesus ain't came back yet y'all so we have to be sincere and without offense so I'm going to read some definitions to you so festering festering wounds fester to form pus this is all from the dictionary.com or to petrify or rot to rankle as a feeling of resentment so wounds means an injury usually involving division of tissue or rapture rupture excuse me um and and then another definition an injury or hurt feelings sense sensibilities reputation what did i say earlier y'all we have to get out of our feelings and be about god's business What does his word say? His word says that if somebody comes to you and they say sorry, you have to forgive them. 
And I'm sitting on here. And this is really speaking to me because even just earlier today, it was really rough for me to forgive somebody. It was really rough. They said sorry to me. And it was rough for me to forgive them. But I wanted to, but I was having a hard time. Because I didn't feel like they meant it. And my feelings were still hurt. And God never said it was going to be easy. Amen. He never said it was going to be easy. But we have to believe verse 6 in Philippians 1. Verse 6, being confident of this very good thing that he who has begun a good work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. We have to believe God that the things that he has started in us, the things that we have been maturing and growing up from and that he is working out in our lives daily and weekly and monthly, that he is faithful to complete those things until the day of Christ. So I did a little, just a tiny bit of research on wounds. And I want to share it with you all. Because what happens is when somebody wounds you, when when you get bruised or you get hurt and it breaks the skin, right? When you get wounded and it hurts, if you keep a Band-Aid on it, It's blocking everything that will allow that wound to heal. You keep a Band-Aid on it, um, it still hurts to the touch because it's still open. You might develop an infection because it's still open and you haven't tended to it the way it needs to be tended to for you to be able to heal. To the point where if you keep a Band-Aid on it, it keeps it moist It keeps it open. That's the same thing with a situation where you just put band-aids over it, where you just keep on going on like nothing ever happened and you just keep laying stuff on top of it. It never goes away. It'll still be there. So the moment that that person says anything other than, you know, anything sideways, maybe not even sideways, but because you only have a band-aid on it, they poke at that. It still hurts. Glory to God. They poke at it and it still hurts. It still hurts. Festering. Rotting. Away at your soul. A festering. Wound. A festering injury. Festering hurt feelings. Rotting hurt feelings. Resentment. Band-aids are not good enough, friend. You have to apply the love of God to that wound. So wounds go through four stages. There's hemostasis and degeneration. Hemostasis is basically the stopping of blood flow. Um, It's an interruption for growth so like this is after you have taken the band-aid off this is what starts when you take the band-aid off 
when you got your ointment, when you got your neosporin, when you got your alcohol, your peroxide, and you got it's fizzing and it's getting all the icky stuff out. That's that conversation. Taking that band-aid off, putting that ointment on there, that's that conversation. That's the beginning. It doesn't mean that it's not going to be painful. Sometimes when you put alcohol on something immediately, it hurts. It hurts, but it's a good hurt. Having conversations about your pain with those that hurt you is a good hurt, friend. The Bible says, go to your brother. The Bible says, go to your brother. Have some good hurt. Don't let it fester. So hemostasis and degeneration. Degeneration of dead skin. Breaking all that stuff up. Then the next stage is inflammation. Is fluid brought to the injury areas. Increases blood flow. Okay, so now we got some conversation. Some inflammation. And maybe it's going to be inflamed. Maybe there's going to be some tears. Maybe there's going to be some anger. Maybe there's going to be some... There's got to be a release in the natural. So that your spiritual can move forward. So you can go forward. There's got to be a release. There's got to be some tears. There's got to be some heated fellowship sometimes. But at the end, our goal is understanding. And we'll get to that. So the third stage is proliferation and migration. So proliferation, increase an increase in number to promote a network for delivering oxygen. So this is a part of the healing. This is a whole system. God put it in the natural just so we can so we can understand, y'all. Then migration is new cells migrating to the wound to repair the skin. New cells, new information, things you didn't know because you hadn't had that conversation yet might come up in the conversation. That's new information. Bringing bringing new New cells to repair the wound, the new information that you didn't know to smooth over that wound in the name of Jesus. The fourth stage, this is the fourth and final stage, y'all, remodeling and maturation. Scar tissue forms remodeled to a smoother look or appearance. So this is what your skin does. But this is also what we can do. We're remodeling. We don't want to keep on the old man. We don't want to keep on the resentment. We don't want to let that wound rot. So we're going to let some air get on it. We're going to put some ointment on it. We're going to apply some maturity to the situation. We're going to bring it up. We're going to take it to our brother. We're going to work it out. And we're going to forgive in the name of Jesus. We're going to mature in the name of Jesus. Now, this is the great part. This is the crazy part. So in the skin and in life, y'all, maturation can take years, it says. It can take years to fully mature. Just because you've forgiven in the name of Jesus, wholeheartedly forgiven, doesn't mean that you have forgotten. But just because you haven't forgotten about it doesn't mean you haven't forgiven either. You just understand that that's something that I went through. And that doesn't have to be your future or every situation. 
to come after that. In the name of Jesus. And once that scar tissue gathers itself together and it's working on all of that. Y'all know what a scab is? Well, let me tell you what a scab is. A scab is the incrustation that forms over a sore or wound during healing. I want to liken this scab to Jesus. The incrustation that forms over a sore or wound during healing. A protection. So while all that stuff is going on, the Lord is covering you. If you do what he says, you're doing what he says in his book. You take that first step. He will cover you. Now you have to use your discernment. The word already said it. It already said it. In verse 9 in Philippians 1, 9. And this I pray that your love may abound still more and more in knowledge and all discernment. So being cognizant of when you should have that conversation is so important. God's timing is just as important as his will. So don't leave that out. Don't leave God out of your situations. Don't leave God out of your pain because he doesn't want that to be your story. He doesn't want that to be your future. He doesn't want that to be your ending. You got places to go. And out here growing up with these festering wounds, we can't have festering wounds when we out here growing up. We got to address them. With the word of God. We have to dress our situations with Jesus and the Holy Spirit. So that we can mature to where we need to go. Because God's got somewhere for us to be. And because we have somewhere to be. And we have kingdom business to tend to. We we have to be well and ready to fight those fights. And you aren't your best self. We aren't our best selves. When we still have festering wounds on the inside of us. Resentment and relationships that went. Conversations that you never had went unresolved. But you have to make sure that you're you're using discernment. And you know when to have that conversation. Because if you have that conversation and the Holy Ghost ain't told you to approach the issue. Then it could go a way that it wasn't supposed to go. So make sure that you have God before you so that you can have God for you. He he will be for you if he is before you. Amen. That's Pastor James Eric Williams for you. Amen. So, Father God, right now, in the name of Jesus, for every ear listening, Lord, I ask right now in the name of Jesus that you touch their hearts, Lord. And that whatever thing they might be going through, whoever they need to forgive, whoever they need to have that conversation with, Lord, I ask that you give them grace and that you grace them for that conversation and prepare them with the mind of the Holy Spirit, Lord. Give them the words to say, the things to do in the name of Jesus to, so that we can unify ourselves, so that we can agree in the name of Jesus. 
And may it be so in the lives of everyone, every ear that this reaches right now in the name of Jesus. And Lord, I ask right now if the soul on the other end, Lord, does not know you, Lord, I ask that they have an encounter in the name of Jesus. Because Romans 10, 9 says that if we confess that Jesus is Lord and that he died on the third day and that he rose again and we believe that he is Jesus Christ. Lord, you are faithful to save us, God. Lord, we know that all of our names are already written out in the Lamb's Book of Life. So all you need is a yes. So I ask right now in the name of Jesus, if the person on the other end does not know you, that they are able to give you that yes today. Yes, I believe Jesus died for my sins. Yes, I believe he rose on the third day. Yes, I believe he is the son of God. So Lord, we thank you right now for the soul that has been won for the kingdom. God, we thank you for everything that will, all the victories that will come of become of the leaders that you are growing lord that they will deal with their festering wounds lord in the name of jesus that they will they will press forward in growth and maturity lord so we can get to where we need to be in you jesus in jesus holy and precious name i pray amen Thank you so much for tuning in. Feel free to reach out to us and share your testimony, comments, or thoughts about the show. Or if you need a little advice or prayer, email us at eqlovesjesus at gmail.com. That's eqlovesjesus, all one word, at gmail.com. Please join us here next week to hear how God is moving in the life of another one of your edifying sisters in Christ. Again, thank you so much for joining us and we look forward to communing with you here next week. I am your host, Divine, and have a wonderful morning, evening, or night. Be blessed. For ladies from across the world, we have come just to give a word. Come one, come two, come all Ride with us and we won't let you fall Loving God is what we've come to do Head of fine queens, oh that's the key